All right, we're back. We're back again. Um, the, maybe the audio sounds a little different this time. I don't know. I'm trying some things out this time. Um, things are going to be a little uh, finicky, as they say, in the Midwest or other places. I don't know. But it's going to be a little... Um, I'm still working out the kinks, okay? We have this new video feature here. Um, it's a lot of work, you guys. And I'm trying it in Logic. I'm recording my audio in Logic instead of Ableton. Not that it matters. But then I got the lighting and I'm recording the thing here. And then I got to import it. There's just a lot of stuff going on, okay? So I'm working out the kinks. So forgive me while I work them out. Um, first episode done. I'm back. Uh, and so we're doing second episode. I'm pre-recording all these now too, like weeks in advance and then putting them out there. So because, uh, because of time mainly, but also um, it may be easier. I don't know. Like I said, I'm trying things out. Let me try my shit out. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're doing that. Um, and we're going to see how that works out. It might work out horribly. It might work out great. I don't know. Um, but there's no way to know unless we try. So it'll just continue to get better and better. I'm going to clip some of these up, put them on the gram. You guys can share them with everyone, all your friends. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll get more than, than 18 people listening to the show. How about that? That would be nice, right? Um, all right, let's get down to it. Let's get down to brass tacks. Um, something interesting happened to me <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Um, I got banned from Tinder. Yeah, I got banned from Tinder. Elephant in the room. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. And I'm just going to come out right and say it. I have no idea why. There's no exciting story behind it. I wasn't sending illicit photos to anyone. I wasn't being inappropriate. In fact, I hadn't even used the app in probably a month and a half at least. Okay? And even before that, I didn't use it much. Now, that doesn't go without saying I am a, I was a big fan of tinder back in the day back in 2009 or no 2012 when it came out i think i was a big fan i was on it all the time it was mainly just a uh way for me to joke with me and my friends we were just we were just jtgs we were jokes or tricks or goofs and it was just a way to entertain ourselves in the dorm. We'd be playing in the, we'd be sitting in the dorm. Tinder came out. It's like, oh my God, who wants to date online? <laughs> That's weird. And so we'd get on it and just say stupid shit. And it was never anything that horrible. Um, we would just mess with people and see who could get the funniest responses. And then like sometimes post them on Reddit. And that was that. And then I deleted my account for a long time. And then I created a new one. And when I created the new one, it was like, I don't know. I'm just kind of done with this app. It's just kind of trashy compared to the other ones. I don't think I've been on a Tinder date uh, in, I don't know, over a, over a year at least. It's been a very long time. So it's not that big of a deal that I'm, that I'm banned. I don't care. It's not hurting my feelings. All right. It's just weird because here's why. They don't give you a reason and they don't let you appeal it. So I'm starting, I'm starting uh, to download the apps again. I got bored in quarantine. Sue me. I started downloading all my dating apps. I didn't have any on my phone because I'm a pure soul. And 
I woke up one day and I'm like, all right, well, it's that it, today's the day. I'm going to download them again. So I downloaded Hinge and uh, uh, Bumble, and then I downloaded Tinder. And I, I tried logging into Tinder, and this little message pops up. Bing! Your account has been banned. And it doesn't say why. It doesn't say for how long, because I hadn't even, remember, I hadn't had, I hadn't even downloaded the app. And I hadn't had it downloaded in months. So this could have happened for any number of reasons, but I do specifically remember last time I was on it, I think I only had one or two like new matches. Uh, and I don't think I had messaged either of them. So I, I have no clue what this could be. So my brain goes to, uh-oh, I see I'm banned. And I'm trying to think, like, what the hell could I have done? I'm not even on the app. And then I start, my blood starts boiling. Because I know I've done nothing wrong. I'm an innocent man. You're crucifying an innocent man here, Tinder. We're having some serious casualties here from a good soul who's just looking for true love. That's all I want in this life from Tinder is to find true love. And you are depriving me of that. So I start bubbling up. And I look it up online. I go, what the heck? What the heck is going on? Why can't I? Uh, how do I rectify this? And apparently you can't. Apparently it's just once you're banned, you're banned, and they don't give you a reason, and they won't. There's no appeal process, and they don't even listen to you. So I saw, I thought bullshit, and I got on the phone. I emailed the support team. And I was like, Yo, what? You guys made a mistake. You just banned me. I haven't even been on the app in the last couple months. I don't know what the hell you're banning me for. Um, but I get some generic email back, but. <laughs> It just was like, you know, due to COVID-19, we're not going to be able to get back to you in a very uh, timely manner. It's okay, fine. I guess it's done, but it's sad. I'm. It's, that was, I don't know. It hurts. Okay. Now I'm kicked out. I got kicked out of the club and I don't even know why. So goodbye, Tinder, I guess. Um, we had a good run, kind of. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of Tinder. I had a, I did a whole episode on this last time. Tinder's for, uh, I was so sick of Tinder profiles, dude, especially in LA. It got so out of control here. People, they, Tinder in LA, just bad news. Dating in LA in general is hard enough. If you put Tinder on, Tinder's like the fashion nova of dating apps. <laughs> That's the kind of girls that you got on it. Not super desirable, not chicks you want to bring home to mom, and they just don't respond. They're like, they're just doing it to get attention and to get you to follow them on Instagram, which was so annoying. You get in their profile, it'd either be like, oh, dog mom, moved here from Minnesota, or it'd be some Fashion Nova looking chick with just her Instagram and some really racy photos. And which is just them pretty much saying, follow my Instagram or it have their Venmo. Hey, I have a message for you. If you put your Venmo on your Tinder profile or any of your dating profiles, you're a hooker. Okay. You are a hooker. Same thing with OnlyFans. While we're on the topic, I didn't want to go there, but we're going to go there. If you have an OnlyFans, 
you're a hooker. And there's no way around it. That's not something I made the rules to. You decided that. You decided that when you were going to sell nude photos of yourself for money, you became a hooker. Everyone's got to make a living somehow, but let's not sugarcoat it, okay? Let's say you are a hooker. I have no problem with that. No problem. You want to be a hooker? Be a hooker. This is the United States of America, Los Estados Unidos, and you're allowed to do whatever you want in this country, in my eyes. So if you want to go hooking, you go hooking, and you can make as much money as you want. And if you, if you want to start an OnlyFans, start an OnlyFans, but call it what it is, you're a hooker. Imagine if your significant other's parents found out about your OnlyFans page. That's a funny thing to think about, huh? <laughs> Girls like that kill me. Because they're like, oh, it's just such a simple way to make money. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of things, simple things you can do to make money. That doesn't mean they're not weird or abnormal. Same thing. I just, I, hey, was that redundant of me to say that? Yeah. It totally was. But that's what I mean. You know what I mean. It's abnormal. We're allowed to call it what we want to call it. So if you want to start an OnlyFans, up to you. If you want to put a Venmo thing in your Tinder profile, up to you. Um, but I don't, I don't have to respect you for that. I don't have to agree with it. And I'm allowed to have my opinion. Okay. Um, that was a kind of a far along tangent. Um, Tinder. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a little bummed out. I'm a little bummed out just cause I strictly for the fact that I'm not in the club anymore. That's the main reason I feel, I feel out of the loop. I feel like I didn't get picked for the, uh, the kickball team or something back in grade school, which happened to me sometimes. I know I look athletic as shit, but uh, I was a I was a bit of a, ch- a chunker uh, in grade school. So it's bringing up some sore memories for me. This whole Tinder thing, but we still got the other dating apps, right? We got uh, we got Bumble, Hinge, OkCupid. Okay I'm trying to get on Raya. My brother gave me a referral code to be on Raya. My lifelong dream. If you don't know what Raya is, it's the fancy. Celebrity dating app. I'm not a celebrity, but I want to be on it because I want to date a celebrity. Very, I'm very vain and vapid. I don't know if those are the right words to use, but that's. But, hey, we're. Hey, I don't edit this thing. I just go and I make mistakes sometimes, and that's probably a mistake. So call me out for it. Um, Hinge, great app. That's my favorite. I think I've, I feel like I've talked about this a gazillion times. Bumble, you're kind of falling off, dude. I don't know what it is. Bumble feels like the new Tinder, which isn't a good thing. And I don't know exactly why that is. I just don't like it. Okay, Cupid feels a little too. Uh, it, it feels a little shady sometimes, and then other times I feel like it's like I feel like I'm on eHarmony or something. Like it's like it takes it too seriously. Like when you create a profile on OkCupid, they ask you a lot of questions. They're like, "Who's your favorite cousin?" Hmm? Like, what street did you grow up on? Like, 
what? And then it's like, this person grew up on a street of the same name. And you're like, okay, but they were, lived in Arkansas growing up. How does that? Well, we've matched your profiles and they run these weird algorithms and shit. Uh, and they're like, well, based on these things, you guys are a 73% match. I don't think I've ever been on an OkCupid date. I have done a lot of video conference dates. Let's talk about that. FaceTime dates are the shit, okay? Instagram is the new dating app. And I've been saying this for uh, years now. I've been saying this for at least a year and a half, two years. Instagram is the new dating app. It's the best one out of all of them. And let me tell you why. Instagram, you can follow people for a long period of time and not have and not not engage with them at all, right? You're just lurking, okay? So you're still keeping up with what's going on in their life, which is great. And then when the moment comes to slide into those DMs, you pounce on it. Boom, heart face eyes. Boom, 100. Boom, crying emoji because I'm laughing so hard. Boom, clapping because you worked out really hard. And then the fire ignites again. And sometimes it'll take a year before you, you find that right moment, that right moment to slide on in there with that perfect emoji that you know they're going to reply to. Or the, the perfect meme they say, and you're like, oh my God, hilarious. Blah. Sliding into the DMs is such a smooth, good way, but it can't be too corny. I don't like pickup lines in the DM. It has to be organic. You have to be replying to a story. In my eyes, that's the best way to do it. And then it all goes from there. And it can, it can take a while. Sometimes it's a little give and take. Sometimes they reply to yours, you reply to theirs, you know? And then next thing you know, hey, at least during quarantine, hey, let's video chat. Let's VC. Let's FT. Let's FaceTime. And people have been more receptive than ever to it during quarantine. I think that's for a couple reasons. One, it's less pressure. Somehow, less pressure. You're not sitting across. You don't have to go anywhere. You can sit in the comfort of your home, have a drink. You don't have to order anything. You don't have to worry about what you're wearing, really. It's not as threatening for the woman. You know, you're not around some strange guy you've never met before, maybe. Uh, and for the guy, yeah, it's the same same reasons. I'm like, oh, I don't have to buy anything. I'll just have, I'll have a have a glass of wine or a beer or something and we'll chat. And then when it's over, it's over. And the conversations are actually fantastic. Every video chat date I've been on, I haven't had to bail on any of them. And I don't think they've bailed on me. We've talked for like at least an hour on all of them, at least. Yeah. And I think I've had four of them. One, two, three, four. Yeah. I'm sticking with four, five. So I've had five. Hey, that's a lot of video dates, Matt. Hey, we've been in quarantine for months now. I'm allowed to go on a lot of video chat dates. That's and 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 that's okay. And they all went fantastic. The thing that sucks about them is now where do we go, huh? Do you want to come over, I guess? I don't know. Do we go? Do we walk somewhere? That's the weird part. 
but I feel like I'm, I'm putting the positive energy out in the world. Okay. I'm putting the positive energy out. I'm feeling like we're going to be back to, uh, at least some sort of opening shit soon. I did read in Chicago that there, you're going to be allowed to dine outside. They're opening out, uh, up outdoor, um, seating for restaurants in Chicago, which is amazing. So it's looking like we're, we're on the other end of this hill, the curve. We flattened it. So it's looking like, um, it's looking like we're almost at the end, which is a good sign, I suppose. No, I don't suppose. I fucking know it's the right sign. Thank God. And then we can go on a real day. Dude, how crazy is it going to be the first, I don't know, the first month back at the bars? It's going to be nuts. I don't even want to go. LA bars kind of stink. Let's talk about that for a minute. LA bars kind of fucking stink. Unless you're on the West side. West side has cool bars. The bars around here, dude, they're so stuck up and pretentious. I, I'm still going to go because I miss people. Just give me Corona. But what's it going to look like? Are we going to have smaller capacity levels? Well, definitely will. Hmm. I don't know. No one knows what any of that looks like, especially in LA. I feel like in every other city, they have their shit figured out or at least some kind of opening up plan. And here they don't. And here they don't. Um, let's uh, let's see. We're at, we have 12 minutes left. Um, let's go on over to Reddit. I know we do this every time. But you guys seem to like it. And I got a couple of good ones. We're not going to the typical Reddit today, you guys. We are going to the Reddit, am I the asshole? Now, this subreddit is awesome. It's pretty much just about people who want to be, who feel bad about something they did and want to want to ask for advice for strangers on the internet about if they are, in, uh, if they were in the right of doing what they did. And 99% of the time, they're not. So they're just asking, hey, I did this. Am I an asshole? And then the internet decides, okay? So I found one yesterday. I didn't read. I have not read this yet. I just saw the title. And we're going to go through it together because the title is great. The shit people will just divulge to random people on the internet is crazy. Um, okay. Am I the asshole, 21 female, for destroying my sister, 26 female, her bee colony? Let me read that again. Am I the asshole for destroying my sister's bee colony? Bees? Whoops. So sorry if I miss up any bee terminology. I'm not a beekeeper. And my sister's hobby turned obsession has put me off basically for a lifetime. Strap yourselves in. It all started when the shelter in place came down in my state. I didn't want to stay confined to a dorm, and since my sister has a house, I was happy to crash with her when she offered. Here's where it gets messy. My sister is a beekeeper as a hobby. It's never bothered me before, but when coronavirus started spreading in my city, my sister got paranoid. Not paranoid about our health, mind you, but the health of her bee colony. Oh no. This woman's starting to get jealous over a bunch of bees. First, she was afraid that predatory animals might come in and disrupt her bee colony to get to the honey. To get the honey. I guess they're getting bolder with less people outside. Okay, that's the dumbest goddamn thing I've ever heard. Uh, we'll get into that. 
Then it got weirder. She started telling me she was worried her bees might get COVID. Oh, no. She said that the virus started in bats, so who's to say it wouldn't infect her bees? I thought she was joking, but it became clear that she wasn't. So what this woman seems to be doing right now is making her sister look like a crazy person, which she is. Who gives a fuck if your bees get COVID and she thinks animals are going to burglarize her house, apparently. But she's clear the the writer's clearly trying to discredit this person as being crazy, so she doesn't look like an asshole. So let's keep going. Uh, that's when she started talking about bringing her bee colony inside the house. More specifically, my bathroom. She asked if I would be comfortable not using the guest bathroom and using her bathroom instead because bees. Like any reasonable person, I told her, hell no, it sounded terrifying to have a room filled with bees (laughs) attached to where I was sleeping, especially because there's no evidence to suggest that her bees are in any danger in the first place. If I had known I was going to be rooming with a literal bee colony, I never would have left my dorm in the first place. Besides, why couldn't she keep them in her bathroom? Then she brought me netting to drape over my bed. She called this a compromise and removed the shower door to make space for the bee colony. (laughs) I started to panic. Of course, I felt like my only option was to somehow get rid of the bees before they moved into the bathroom. So a few nights ago, I went over and knocked over the hive house box thing with a broom and then ran like hell. I figured I could blame it on one of the animals. At least by knocking down her hive, they would scatter and go someplace else rather than being killed. Well, she figured out it was me. Oops. She said that if it had been an animal, the animal would have tried to take the honey and rifle through the hive. Instead, it was untouched. So she can logic her way through that, but still thinks bees can get COVID. Okay. Now she won't speak to me. Worse, she emailed me to tell me I have to find someplace else to stay and I have to pay for the damage to the hive. And she CC'd my dad and stepmom on the email. My entire family is now furious with me. I get that I wasn't exactly nice, but am I the asshole? Fuck. Yes. You're an asshole. And you know who else is an asshole? Your sister. You're both assholes. First of all, who gives a fuck about bees? Bees? They're scary as shit. They buzz and they're loud. Bzzz. And that's all I can think of right now. We'll see who brings in more honey. But they're stupid, dumb idiots. And they they pollinate shit. That's fucking dope but they're gross insects. So for her to give that much of a shit about bees is so stupid, it's incomprehensible. But for you to be so childish to go knock her shit down, that's such an asshole move. It never ceases to amaze me how the lengths people will go to to not talk to one another. How, you know how easy it is to just say, hey, I would prefer you don't bring fucking bees in the house. <laughs> That's that's a discussion you got to have. She's your sister. If my brother tried bringing bees in my house, I'd go, bro, that ain't happening. Let's find a reasonable compromise. And also, you're a crazy person for thinking bees can get COVID and an animal's going to burglarize your house. You psychopath. So yeah, dude, you're a fucking asshole. You made this situation so much more messy than it needed to be. But that's the way it goes with people on Reddit. Asking for advice from strangers on the internet about if they're an asshole or not because they don't 
want to feel bad about the decision they made, even though they know it was the wrong decision. All right. Last one. Am I the asshole for not telling my wife I had a vasectomy? Oops. And we found it. We found the last one we're going to do. And I don't even need to read the body of this. Yeah, dude, you're an asshole. Hey, dude, you you go into a marriage. You got to tell them everything. I'm no marriage expert. I'm no long-term relationship expert. But I do know one little thing. If you're going to cut your wiener and prevent yourself from having kids, she's she she's, wants to know about that. She's got to know about that. Let's just read the body of this anyways, because I would love to hear how this guy tries to rationalize it. I've been married to my wife for two years now, and she's always wanted to have a child with me. She mentions it often. I've even been trying to have one with her. The problem is I've had a vasectomy and she doesn't know. My ex-wife came over and dropped off our three kids, nine, five, and four, and she's pregnant by her now husband. Oh, your ex-wife. Well, her and my wife were talking about the new baby and if she knew the gender. Now, my ex knows that I've been fixed as I did so after our youngest was born. Well, my wife says, I can't wait to be pregnant. We've been trying to have a baby with no luck, but it will happen when God allows it. My ex just smiled and she looked at me and I knew what she was thinking. Later, she texted me and told me I needed to tell my wife the truth, truth that she had baby fever and it was cruel to give her false hopes and pretty much called me an asshole. So am I the asshole? I know it's a little dishonest, but it would break my, break my wife's heart to know the truth. Dude, you are like astronomical levels of asshole. <laughs> I love how people do that. They'll, they'll write in as if they're like, hey, just small little thing. I may or may not have told my wife I had a vasectomy in my last marriage. And I just conveniently left that out of the conversation before I got married in my new one. And does that make me a dick? Fuck yeah, it does, dude. You know what marriage implies? Hey, I'm going to get philosophical. You know what marriage implies? It implies you're going to have kids. That's pretty much the point of why marriage was invented. You dumb fuck. <laughs> He says in here, he goes like, I'm ev- I've even been like trying to have a kid with her. Bro, you're just mad because you got caught. And you are pushed into a corner now where you have to have an uncomfortable situation. And you backed yourself into that corner. I don't feel bad for you. And that's that. So next time, instead of asking for advice from strangers on the internet about something you already know the answer to. I want you to search deep inside yourself and find that answer that you are, in fact, a massive, massive asshole. So there you have it. Um, that's it for today. Let me know how these things are going. As these things come out, I've probably already recorded all of them, but if you guys got feedback, you want to see something, you don't want to see something, let me know. Uh, And that's that. Um, We're going to keep churning these things out for a little while. I'm going to try to be more consistent. I'm going to do it better than the last time. We got video now with this. We're going to clip some shit up, put some clips on the gram. That's what I call Instagram. Uh, 
and we'll see where things go. Um, hopefully we're out of quarantine soon. Hopefully you all make yourself quarantinis. <laughs> Get it? Because it's like quarantine and martini. Anyways, um, that's it. I love you guys. Um, and we will, as always, talk very soon. I'll see you later. Bye.